This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Depression, anxiety, panic attacks, guilt, self-esteem, and stress. Problems that affect individuals and families every day. Dr. Frederick L. Stevens is a licensed psychologist who has extensive counseling experience providing counseling from a Christian perspective. He specializes in helping people overcome these problems and build their self-esteem, reduce guilt, and improve marital relationships. Dr. Frederick L. Stevens, located in Port St. Lucie, is available at 772-398-4377. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says... You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Today I'm going to be talking to you about transformation. Somebody say transformation. Transformation. What I really want to do this week is lay a foundation for the series that we're going to start next week. Um, We're going to be starting a series. We'll see how long it goes. It might be two weeks. It might be four weeks. But it's going to be a series on the war is over. Somebody say the war is over. And uh, we will talk about who won the war later, but the war is over. But I want to lay some foundation because before we can get into that series about the war being over, we've got to come to some grips with some things about ourselves and have an understanding of really how we position ourselves, not just for the blessing of God, but how we position ourselves to be able to walk in the victory that's already been provided for us. Because if we don't understand that victory, and if we don't understand that the war is over, then how many of you know you can spend a lot of time fighting battles that you don't need to fight? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. Psalms 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you would, please turn in your Bibles to John chapter 12, beginning in verse 23. John 12, beginning in verse 23. 
But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. In other words, I'm about to transition into another dimension. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to be changed into something you didn't think I could be changed into, so watch out. Verse 24, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. Somebody say, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Verse 25, He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my Father will honor. So what Jesus is saying here is if you want to be a part of what I'm doing, you're going to have to go through what I've been going through. Come on, he, he, he kind of set the example, didn't he? Amen. He said, this is how you participate in the kingdom. This is how you become part of the kingdom. So I want to talk to you about becoming what God wants you to be. I want to talk to you about the power of brokenness. And I really believe my assignment this morning is to express to you uh, what it really means to have transformation take place in your life. When you think about it, it really doesn't make a lot of sense to say when you die, that's when you live. I mean, that sounds like some kind of, you know, crazy thing that you'd see in some movie that's, you know, all whacked out. The only way to live is to die, and the only way to die is to live. And, uh, you know, as long as you try to stay alive, that's when you're going to die. You know? It doesn't make a lot of sense logically because it goes against our nature, doesn't it? Because everything about us is really, let's just be real. Can I preach a little bit? We're a little bit self-centered, aren't we? We look to get our needs met. My needs need to be met. My, my this, I have to be fulfilled. I need to have acceptance. I need approval. I need you to love me and like me. Come on, somebody. Come on, we're all people. We all have a God-shaped hole in the inside of us. We have needs that need to be met. And what Jesus come along, as he come along, he did, is he blew that out of the water. And he said, that's not the way you live. If you really want to live, you're going to have to give up something. If you really want to be the greatest, become the servant of all. He was talking about a backwards way to think, a backwards kingdom, and it really upset the Pharisees. That's why they really hated him more to kill him. Because if I was a Pharisee, then it would be all about me. I mean, it was all about the Pharisees. God, thank you that I'm not like those dirty, filthy peasants. Right? And wonder how the Pharisees were? Jesus comes along and he blows this out of the water. So that's what I want to talk to you about today is transformation. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the ability to preach and teach today. Lord, I thank you, God, for entrance into men and women's hearts. Lord, give me the ability to speak, God, the words of wisdom and knowledge this morning by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I thank you, God, that when we leave this place, we're not the same. Lord, that revelation, God, would penetrate our mind and our heart and change us from the inside out. And Lord, the victory that you've given, God, would become so more evident to us in our lives. Lord, I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. How many of you understand that the common denominator that we all have as believers is the fact that every believer has been called to transformation. We've all been called to change, isn't that right? We need to realize that we've been called to transformation. God did not call you to remain the way you are. You're in a process of changing all the time and growing all the time from one level to another level, from one dimension to another dimension, from one glory to the next glory, amen? Thank God he loves you the way you are. But he also loves you enough not to leave you where you're at. Come on, some of y'all went in some bad places before you met Jesus. He loved you just the way you were, all stinky, smelly, and all messed up. But thank God he's cleaned some of us up. Go ahead, you can shout, it's all right. Somebody say transformation. 
Transformation is revolutionary. Amen? It's, a, it's an amazing thing that God does in our life. And, and one of the things that I've learned about transformation is this. Transformation is shaped more from the battles that we fight than the beliefs that we hold. How many of you understand that most of the time the lessons we learn in life come from the battles of our life, not from the classroom? Hmm? We call it on-the-job training. There's a lot of truth to the saying, they beat the hell out of me. That means that everything you go through, every situation in your life is going to change you. It, it is going to mark you one way or the other. Every encounter that you have is going to mark you. No, no matter what you encounter in life, it's going to either leave you better or leave you bitter. But you're going to change from the encounters that you have. You will not remain the same. It's either going to improve you or it's going to make you a lot worse off than you were. Somebody say better or bitter. So I understand that, that with each victory that I win, I come to realize I'm not the same person I was when I began this journey. God's changing me throughout this process. I'm being changed every day, every week, every month, every year of my life. I'm not the same person I was a year ago. Thank God I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. And really, thank God I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago because you wouldn't like me very much. Amen? Isn't that right? How many of you recognize today... That you're not where you used to be. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. You know, most of the time we realize that God's put something in motion and we're going somewhere. We might not understand it all, but we know that God is taking us somewhere. We, we know that there's a process that's working out in our life. In my own life, I've realized that many times I, I, I've departed the station, but I don't always know where the destination is. You know, God just said, go. God just said do. God just said speak. And, and sometimes he just expects us to take the step of faith and start out on a journey where we don't always know where we're going to end up. Come on, amen. I might not always know the details of the journey because sometimes if God told me everything I was going to walk through, I would never leave the station. I don't know about that, Lord. You mean I got to go there? You mean I got to stop doing that? Are you serious? I don't know about this Christian thing. I mean, and we all love to get the word of prophecy, don't we? Yeah. We had that prophetess, prophetess Deborah here, man. She was giving words. I was like, yes, man. It was awesome. She's giving out the word. We love the words of prophecy. But we just don't like walking it out. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord. Like, thank you, God. I know it's coming. But there's a process that comes with it. And it ain't always pleasant sometimes. Come on, somebody. Really, when you get prophecy, we've got to understand that the prophetic word is just seeing from mountaintop to mountaintop. But we, what we need to really clue into the fact is that between every mountaintop, there's a valley. 
and there's some jungle, and there's some vines, and there's some wild animals down there. Hmm? You didn't realize there was a lot of sharp curves on the road and some cliffs and, and some big rivers that you had to make it across. And, and you didn't know how you were going to get there and how you were going to get to the other side. And you didn't realize there was going to be opposition that would come in the middle of your journey. Isn't that right? So when God sets this stuff in motion, we might always know what it means, but we know that God's doing something in our life. Amen? And even though the journey is tough and hard sometimes... And not always pleasant, the journey will always bring me to a pleasant end. That's where trust in God comes into play. Even though it's tough, I know that the end result is going to be the blessing. Because when God is finished with what He's doing in me, let me try that again. Because when God is finished what He's doing with me, I ain't got nobody shouting. Come on, you ain't heard me this morning. I might not know right now. But when he's, oh, Jesus, help us this morning. Because you're going to be a lot prettier than you ever thought you could be, a lot better than you ever thought. You're going to do things you never thought you could do, go places you never thought you could go. Come on, somebody shout. Amen. Hmm? I mean, when you see him, you're going to be like him. And the more of him you see, the more you become like him. Amen. There's something in me that he is consistently and constantly working out so that I will become more like him. I mean, Jesus wants you to be like him. Amen. Can I just declare to you today that God does not want us to just be church attenders and church goers? That that's really not God's mission of his heart for you, is that you attend church regularly. Amen. But God wants us to move into an area of our lives where we become radicalized. We're radical saints that will shake the city for the glory of God. That we will get out of our comfort zone and speak into people's lives that are so desperate for a move of God. That are so bound up in sin. That are so chained down in addiction that they can be broken and set free to the place of liberty that God's called them to be. I mean, that's really where God wants us to move and flow into those places of our lives. Where we can begin to take his kingdom to a dark world and shine a bright light in it and begin to really change people's lives for the glory of God so it ain't really about showing up for church God didn't just call you to clock in at 10 and clock out at 12 Hmm? if he did we'd have a little punch card back there and put your name on it where you can clock in I'm here and most of you be getting your pay doc because you show up late and then you pull that time card out and you oh I was here at 10 o'clock Look at that. Who else was here? Punch my car. <laughs> and get your conscience to feel a little bit good about what you're doing. I, I was on church on Sunday and Wednesday. Hmm? I mean, no, the truth is, is God's called us to be 24-7 Christians, amen? Seven days a week, 365 days a year, on fire, burning a light in a dark area. Hmm? He's called us to be an example of the kingdom of God, to bring his kingdom into a place of darkness. And in order for that to happen, if we're going to be like Jesus, then we got to walk the way he walked, and we got to talk the way he talked, and we got to act the way he acted. And we do it by the power of the Holy Ghost that he sent. Come on, somebody. That lives on the inside of us so that we can do and accomplish everything that God has called us to do. Amen? Mm. Is it okay if God just gets in our business a little bit today? Is that all right with y'all? Do you mind if God just kind of gets in our business today? Can we just give him permission to get in some areas of our lives that a lot of us just don't want him to mess with? Hmm. 
I mean, some of y'all might not be back next Sunday, but I just, I got to be honest with you today. I want to talk about some stuff today that we all wonder about in the back of our minds and, and, and some of that stuff that we just never deal with. You know, we just file it. We put it in a file and shut the drawer, and we hope we don't never have to deal with it. And we hope nobody don't ever have to see it. We don't ever have to talk about it. And we, come on. Amen. Our text today deals with something called the dying process. Somebody say the dying process. You say, well, I didn't think when I became a Christian I'd have to worry about any more trouble. <laughs> hmm? Anybody had any trouble since they've been saved? The Bible says just because we've become believers doesn't mean we've been released from difficulty. There's difficult things as believers. Come on, amen. John 16, 13 says, in this world you shall have tribulation. So, Wow. But then he goes on to say, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So that means it doesn't matter how hard or how difficult something is, I can still have victory in my life. Because he's already got the victory in his life. Even the Christian faith itself has a cross for an emblem. It's a, the cross is a bloody place, man. The cross is a terrible thing. I mean, we got these little gold crosses, we wear them, and it's just a fashion statement today. But how many know the cross represents bloodiness, crucifixion, and torture, and pain? You know, all the way from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament, beginning in the book of Genesis with a man and a woman in a garden who disobeyed God. And he says to them that y'all can't be putting fig leaves on. Go kill an animal and skin the animal and wear skins. The blood began to float in. Abraham made a covenant with God. How do you know what the covenant was? Circumcise all the men. I mean, that was a bloody deal. Oh, we don't want to talk about circumcision in church, do we? But that was a bloody deal. All the teenage boys are going, no, no. Hmm? All the way to the, to, to the book of Revelation when angels are shouting, worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. There's a bloodline, a scarlet thread that flows through the entire Bible from the book of Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation. This is a bloody book. It's a book full uh, of sacrifice, a book full of torture, a book full of pain. It's not, this ain't a joke. Come on, somebody. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that because it is a bloody book, it is a book about victory. It is a book about conquest. It is a book about overcoming against all odds. It's a book that will sustain you in the middle of your deepest trial, your hardest trouble, the biggest storm that you could ever walk through. Amen? Come on, praise the Lord, somebody. I'm going to give you three points today. And one, two, three, we're going to get out of here, all right? Number one, write this down if you want to. In God's kingdom, death is always life's process. Say that with me. Death is always life's process. Meaning something has to die in order for something else to live. Hmm? That is the process of life. I mean, if you ate breakfast today, whether you ate cereal, bacon, eggs, whatever you ate, something had to give up its life in order for you to sustain your life. Something had to die in order for you to live. That's how it is in the kingdom. It's a principle. Death is always life's process. David said it this way, the Lord is my shepherd. There will be days when he lets me lie down in green pastures. There will be days when he leads me beside still waters. There will be days when he's restoring my soul. There will be days when he's renewing my youth. But there will also be days that when I walk with him as the shepherd of my life, he's going to allow me to walk into the valley of the shadow of death. There will be places in my life that I ain't really going to want to go. 
There's going to be things that I'm going to have to walk through that I really don't want to walk through. And, and, and I will not. There will be some things that I don't want to be associated with, but I'm going to have to associate with. It's not going to be a place of comfort. It's not going to be a place of pure joy. It's going to be a place of development. And that's the key. Death is always life's process. And if death is life's process, then watch this. This is what he said. Yea, though I walk through. Come on, somebody. Somebody say through. Somebody shout through. He didn't say I walked there to stay there. He didn't say I got my tent and got my canoe and I decided to pitch a tent in the valley of the shadow of death. He said I walked through it. Listen, I'm going to tell you today, there is no scriptural evidence that you can stay in misery all the days of your life. Yet there are people that have been in church 50 years that are miserable. Hmm? If you're, if you're frustrated, miserable, and negative, and always on the downside of life, you've missed some key point in what Jesus wants to do in your life. You've missed some teaching. There may be a season in your life where he walks you through some very difficult places, where it might be sometimes where you feel like you might die, and you might not make it through, or, or the trials might be overwhelming, and it's too much. But listen to me. He said he will walk you through it. There's another side. You're going through. Somebody say, I'm going through. Amen? That means that the death process cannot be rushed. There's a process that has to take place. You cannot rush what God is trying to do in your life. If God has you in a place where he's trying to bring you to an end of yourself so you can become everything that he wants you to be, then I don't care how hard you try to rush it, how much you try to push it, you will never be able to rush God and you will not be able to rush the process that he's bringing you through. Listen to me. The quicker you submit to the process that God has you in, the quicker you'll overcome. Don't fight it. You'll be going around the same mountain for 20 years. With the same scenery and the same grudge and the same offense and the same problem. Come on, amen. That's what Jesus was saying in John chapter 12 when he said, Life is like a grain of wheat falling into the ground and dying. Life is like a grain of wheat falling into the ground and dying. If it doesn't submit to the process, it remains alone. There's nothing that can be produced from the seed if it doesn't fall into the ground and die. Amen? But if it submits to the process, it gains the ability to become productive. But it's got to go through the process. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
This is Kenneth Hagen of Faith Seminar of the Air. I learned something from P.C. Nelson that I've never forgotten. He said the time will come when you'll need faith either for yourself or for some member of your family. And if you haven't kept your faith strong, you will be at a disadvantage. That's why I encourage you to listen to Faith Seminar of the Air every Monday through Friday on this station, and it will help keep your faith strong. Faith Seminar of the Air, heard at 7.15 a.m. daily on WCNO. This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Welcome to Family Matters.